0: Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Faithful Podcast. I'm Brandon Frenio joined by me, my co-host, Christian Dyer. We got Dion in the background, waiting on him. But we also have special guests, 49er Media on school. We got Bashar, 49er Minded. We got Niner Sickness, Niner Beto. How we doing, fellas?
1: Wonderful. What 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 up?
0: Tired. I feel it. Long weekend. Happy New Year, fellas, by the way. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year. I don't blame you, bro. If I was a Warrior fan, I'd be tired, too. This <laughs> No, there bro. We here
2: we <laughs> go. The I mean, they, were celebrating, they were celebrating that win yesterday like bro, that. Bro, I was like, on a trip.
3: I'm just jet lagged.
0: Anyways, getting back into the Niners game, okay? The real champions. Oh, here's the right here. Oh, there we go. Who's All going right. Yeah. What's up? What's up?
4: Sorry, man. I had to cut up a little cilantro and cebolla. You know, having some birria tacos
2: tonight, baby.
1: Oh, look at you, oh, What time, bro? Eve, dude, I Never I think we can get a flight over there.
2: <laughs> dude, my neighbor made those for New Year's Eve party. It was bomb.
4: Birria tacos, Fire, bro. Birria tacos. Oh, yeah. You get the and see my wife. She can make me the quesadilla tacos, so it's even better. Oof. there you
5: go. I'm speaking Spanish now.
4: Oh yeah, bro. You know I, I speak. I speak a little bit, a little bit,
2: a little something. I speak a little bit.
0: Uh, and just, the new, just,
2: the new cut for the He just year? knows all the Spanish. When somebody's mad. That's Spanish what, what did you say, Christian? I said all that. You just know all the Spanish uh, when somebody's mad.
1: As long as you enjoy deep cider.
4: I can't deal with y'all. That shit was funny. Well, hey, man! Look, <laughs> we just had a a hell of a fucking matchup with the Raiders of all teams. It was a fight. Yeah, we definitely didn't anticipate. Our defense obviously went to sleep, probably went out the night before and had a few drinks because uh, we got handled in ways you couldn't imagine. Uh, Devontae Adams shit on us like nobody's business. Motherfucker averaged over 20 yards a catch. Um, let's start with media, man. What, what were your thoughts from the game?
3: Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely was surprising. I, I was, like, I was scared the entire game right after the, the first uh, drive, especially because it just continued where the defense just could not get a stop. They, like, there was just no pressure. The, the, the defense was just – there was nothing going on well defensively. And then, you know, later in the game, finally, you know some, something was clicking. Pressure was – happening the, you know the Niners defense was playing, but better but offensively uh, you know i still think that we left some points on the board cuz i i think that the Niners still put despite scoring what 37 they they still could have scored more points but definitely defensively out uh, it was not a good day all right uh
4: go to Bashar go ahead talk to us
5: um, yeah, I mean, facing Devontae Adams isn't going to be easy, regardless of who the quarterback is, when we all saw that, all saw, saw that one hundred percent why, you know, Devontae Adams will still be effective. Um, we none of us knew who Jared Sittin was. <laughs> From one person I knew who watched him in college, I was expecting this guy to suck because I heard he wasn't that good in college. I heard he wasn't good on the Patriots, whatever, whatever. And next thing you know, we see him on the Raiders playing against us and. Doing all this play action stuff, this mobility—he's getting rid of the ball quick. He's throwing the ball downfield. I'm like, who the hell is this guy that's shredding us right now? This is pissing me off. And the first few few drives that it happened, I was like, okay, okay, okay. This is just going to be a short term thing. The, the Miko's going to going to get rally up the troops and rally up the guys and, and get a new game plan going and say, okay, okay, I see mm-hmm. what these guys are doing now, and let's fix it. And apparently, in the second half, they were scoring at at Will on us as well. So it was it was a tough outing for us, but. We did something that we didn't do all year, and that's win the game with our offense rather than win the game with our defense. And, um, you know, it was a great showing for for Purdy and the offense as well. So, you know, hopefully our defense regroups and we look more like the defense that we've been all year long and not like what we saw in Las Vegas. Beto.
1: Yeah, bro. It was one of those games, man. God, I wouldn't want to just rip the crap out of the Raiders and shut those Raider fans, but They came to play, man. They came to play. They are professionals over there. They have some good playmakers on offense, man. And they've probably been hearing all this shit all week long about how we're going to dominate, we're going to kick their butts. And so they play with a little bit of pride. And the defense, like you said, the defense didn't take uh, the quarterback or any of that offense seriously and and almost bit them in the butt. But one of the things that we can take out of this, at least I did, is that uh, Brock Purdy definitely – is able to uh, come do a comeback and, and win a game, you know what I mean? What's up, Joey? Joey's starting in already, man. Um, there you know, sure
0: was... is, uh, yeah, Joey, I'm... answer your question. I'm gonna say, um, probably the defense, the way they looked on Sunday. For
5: the record, um, this guy, Brandon, if you follow him on Instagram, he parties hard. I'm always asking him where what, what club is holding these parties and whatever, whatever, because he's this guy parties like a rock star, apparently. And maybe the defense did party more than he did because they looked like shit on Sunday.
1: I don't think neither. Yeah, they both. Wait, it looks like everybody party, even special teams, man. But uh, the only one that didn't party, seems like it was Brock who stayed at home with his uh, parents and uh before this game because he didn't want to get in trouble. Like, well, he's uh, he's under age, right? He's under twenty one. Um, but the fact that he came he back and won this work. game and. and And did a comeback from behind was uh, he? I think we needed this. I think the Niners, since he took over, it was a team that it was all defense, the run game. As long as you have a good defense, a good run game, Brock Purdy can win the game. He can manage the game. But can he come back and win the game if we fall behind? Can we face adversity and can Brock pull it? And we saw a little bit of that. So it's a good test before the playoffs at the end of the day, we got the W and that's all that matters.
2: Christian. Um, first of all, I definitely learned my lesson of freaking we're going to kick the living shit out of teams (laughs) and and being overconfident on, on the show. I'm not doing that anymore, but that game was super stressful. It was a fun game to watch, but it was stressful. Like I was still freaking shaking after the game. Like I was like, it took me a minute to calm down from that. That was nuts. um, but, from, you know, defense lay a stinker. Uh, definitely, I think every defense is due for one of those. Um, I, I wouldn't count. Uh, <clears throat> the Kansas City game is a stinker because of all the injuries. But I, don't, <laughs> I would <laughs> – Oh, you're trying to make me laugh. Um, so I got um, – What I liked the, the most that I saw from that was – we faced adversity in the second half. We were down even 10 points late in the second half and still found a way to win that game. Um, we needed to see some real adversity for this team going into the playoffs. Um, even, you know, with it being a quarterback, with getting his first start and against the Raiders, have has been very good. Regardless of that, it's, you know, it's the NFL and every team, you know, can win any given Sunday. And the fact that we were able to um, go down uh, late come back in the game uh overcome the fact that um the defense was terrible and the fact that we still won the game with Purdy played probably his worst game of all his starts he missed a lot of throws and he was not his best and we still won the game more than anything makes me a believer in him more than I have so far because I wanted to see him face some real adversity which is definitely what he did and he freaking stepped up because other than that one first bad throw when when we should have won it in in regulation, he drove us down the field, which was awesome um so that's what one thing I wanted to see could he you know get a late drive in a in a in a big game which this was an important game because we were playing for the second seat and an important game with you know with high stakes can he do it and he did uh so I definitely um trust trust him going into the playoffs so as much as this game was hard to watch at times because it was so stressful, it, it's exactly how the g- kind of game we needed and it played out the way we needed it to, to feel good about going into the playoffs with this team.
4: B-Dubs, talk to us, man. You had a little fire lit in you earlier with all that that, that Lakers and
0: Warriors talk, so I need a little something. You oh, heard it.
5: Come on. We need that fire.
0: All right. Well, so, I mean... Just like Christian said, it was stressful game to watch, um, especially on New Year's Day. You know, you're recovering from a, a, a you know little little alcohol, little little party and shit like that. So, but no, the defense. I'm just the whole time. Sorry, guys. Um, the whole time where every, every single drive the Raiders were scoring. All right. And you're like, what the fuck's going on with this defense? And I'm like, another thing that stood out to me too in this game is Huff blew another coverage. Is it is, is me or does anybody have uh, is a little worried about Hufunga lately?
5: I was, I've been, I've been getting more worried now. I'll be honest, and I love Hufanga, but there, because at times it was like early in the season, it was like he he was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he didn't know where he was supposed to be. But there's been times where he has been in the right place, but he's still getting beat, and I don't like that.
0: Yeah, you're on mute, sir. Yeah. I have to
4: agree. Huff is my favorite uh, player on the defense, and uh, just seeing him. They're, they're using that aggressiveness against him, and he's not realizing it. You know, um, you can credit him with the touchdown to Darren Water, because Water walked right past his ass. Um, and it's like I think the biggest thing for me yesterday was the fact that there were so many people so fucking wide open, and it was insane. You know what I'm saying? The defense didn't get home. We didn't get not one sack, though we came close. We didn't get it um, uh, on top of that. It was definitely a hard sell to watch these DBs just let these motherfuckers roam free. Devontae Adams was open like a motherfucker all game long, you know, outside of a couple of catches. So, you know, it's, it, it, it was a defensive struggle yesterday that I didn't anticipate. But, yes, Christian, you are correct. This was the game that everybody wanted to see. They wanted to see him face some adversity and see how hard that was and whatnot. Now, what's going on, Swanson? Um, and it, it it's definitely – a uh a, a tough it's a hard sell because you want Huff to continue to do better progress and do the right things but sometimes you know your instincts can fail you um so hopefully they work with him on that and let him know hey man you got to start playing in your zone because you're giving up TDs and when the playoffs come you cannot make these fucking mistakes you get your ass out on the bench real goddamn quick so it's just a frustrating thing for us you
0: know. What's going on, Perk Dog, in the house? Um, but Yo, quick, question. quick question for you guys: You think the the defense slept on Stidham a little bit just because they didn't have that much tape on him? I
3: know uh, Nick Bosa did say, like after the game, that they, they underestimated him. They un- underestimated.
0: <laughs> yeah, because the issue is, is you look
4: at Stidham and you go, "I right, Stidham, like who fuck? Who cares? What are we worried about? He didn't really look good in New England." But the thing is, people grow, people progress. And honestly, the win is everything. I was a little concerned about Robbie Gold, the Lenore, and Huff. Those are my three guys. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Because Robbie could have kicked that field goal and and we just went the fuck home instead of going to OT. Huff, uh, with his peeking in the backfield, is getting himself killed along with Demo. D- D- Demo played as well as he could, man. It's it's not easy to guard Devontae Adams, And sometimes you can stop a person or slow them down, but, you know, they're going to get there somehow, some way. But Devontae got his in a big way. So, I mean, the Raiders' season is done anyway. They don't have anything to play for. Um, but, you know, it'll be a good thing to watch them play against the Chiefs because they could probably knock the Chiefs down another run. Um, with this next game, because they always play the Chiefs hard, and you see the Chiefs just struggle with the Broncos. What people forget is divisional That's games. Probably, game. Yeah, divisional games are probably the toughest of all because those opponents see you twice a year. They know what the fuck you do. Your game plan isn't going to change that drastically unless you wind up with a new offensive coordinator. And then uh, most most of the basic, you know, uh, everyday things, subtle nuances you have um, from system to system are going to going to be the same. But it's a situation of just – it was it was hard to watch. Um, I was definitely very frustrated. And, you know, I, I need Huff to get his eyes out of the backfield and start playing his own. That way he can start making plays again. And I'm going to need Demo to step it up a little bit more, man. They should have let Mooney travel with, with with Adams, and I know that's not something that we normally do. Uh, and D'Amico isn't a big fan of it, and neither was uh, – what's going on, Steve-O – um and neither was um robert sala but honestly man if you start if you take a look at the tape and it tells you the demo ain't cutting it you're gonna have to put in jack rabbit you know you're gonna have to go with norris jenkins i have no i have no ambitions of seeing ambry thomas on the field i know that's your dog breezy i know he's a michigan guy but i don't trust see, that. Much. but
2: he's good but see but that's the thing is thomas is actually good in in man coverage which Lenore is yeah, not good at man coverage because anytime he has to like be on one-on-one with a receiver, he gets burnt.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: because we run a freaking zone, which that's what Thomas is not good at, which is why he probably doesn't look good in practice. Cause he's trying to run a zone defense. When we played man against the Cowboys in um, the playoffs, he absolutely shut down fucking CD lamb. Who's one of the best yeah. receivers in the league. So I, it's hard for me to say that you can't trust Thomas when the last time we saw him, he played well. And we haven't seen him all year because he didn't he got beat out by Lenore in the, during mm-hmm. you know, training camp. It's hard to say like, oh yeah, well no, when he's actually like playing man coverage and he's covering his guy, he's actually been he's actually done pretty well and shut down pretty good receivers. It's just we'd run his own defense. Yeah, but that's the thing, is as soon as it goes to any kind of like one on one where you're Lenore's covering a receiver by himself and doesn't have help over the top, he does not play well.
4: That's very, very true. Those are all great points. So uh, even though we were all a little upset, man, let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about CM motherfucking C. This kid is flat out fucking amazing, man. Almost 200 yards from What screen. am I reading? You know what I'm saying? This guy, dude, <laughs> damn, that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> Beto out there all night. So let's let's go ahead and we're we going we gonna to do this almost in a little bit of an X. Um, uh, Lefty, give me your thoughts on CMC and then we'll jump to media, then down to Bashar and back over to B Go to
2: Beto, and I'll finish it off. I mean, he's just he's he's been the best thing that's happened to this team. That it was literally this trade's been an A, plus he's completely made our offense so much better. Um, just everything you know, like when you notice, like. Kyle's got – he's, like, running plays where he's got – he's able to get, like, the defense to worry about not just Kittle but McCaffrey at the same time on, like, pass plays. And I honestly think that's what's helping Ayuk a little bit get open at times because, you know, especially on big drives, you're, you're so worried about the two, you know, killers, which would be, you know, Kittle over the middle and then CMC out either in the flat or on running a slant, from, you know, from the, from the slot, whatever it may be. He's – He's not only helping the run game, he's helping the pass game immensely, and he's making it so easily easy on purdy um it it's amazing and like honestly, I can't wait for Mitchell to come back for the playoffs because the 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 back and forth between those two with obviously c m c on there and the passing downs, and then hopefully when hes getting the ball, it's more on more on the edge because when he he gets the edge, he's just unstoppable. And Mitch getting Mitchell up the middle, which he's fantastic, because he swear he gets five, six, seven yards every time he runs up the middle, if he can stay healthy. So I'm extremely excited um, to watch McCaffrey in the playoffs. It's going to be, I think, what his first time in the playoffs. He's never made it before, right?
4: Uh, no, this would be a second time. I believe time. he made okay. it. He, I think he made it in his rookie year with, uh, Cam, with Cam. Okay, I think, um, but yeah, it, it'll definitely be good for him to. Uh, Getting to the playoffs, man. I mean, look—two players on our team, Trent Williams and CMC, had never been to the playoffs, or at least hadn't had good experiences with a team that could take them far. And look at us—we provided that for them. Um, were you done, uh, Christian?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm just saying I'm—I'm I'm really excited to watch this one-two punch the Niners oh. are going to have when Mitchell comes back in the playoffs. I just—it's going to be hard to beat us. Just because good luck in our run game, and honestly, <laughs> it's right. just in the playoffs. I'm excited.
3: All right. Media talk to us. What you, what you yeah, think about I mean, that
4: run CMC kid?
3: I mean, I, I will say like at first I, I didn't want us to trade for CMC cause I just didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. And you know, he, he has been an a plus 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 like trade for this team. I mean, well, we're now nine and one, one since we've traded for him. Um, and he, he's just making this offense so much more explosive. We're seeing that you know now the Niners are able to score thirty plus points with you know a guy like even Brock Purdy. So I think CMC's just been outstanding. He he was you know doing what he's been doing, running the ball really really well. Uh, he he had a I mean one heck of a game, and like you know Lefty was saying like it's it's going to be fun to watch you know the one two punch of CMC and Mitchell um because they're definitely two different types of running backs so you know CMC he, he was just amazing like you know uh, for the the mo- first part like you know the, the off of the offense it, it was mainly CMC and so he he was just a huge part and he, you know, he's just continuing to make it tough on these defenses. Oh, well, CMC's been just outstanding. There you go, man. Bashar, 49er-minded.
5: <laughs> What's up, guys? Yes. Uh, yeah, back to the whole <coughs> CMC acquisition. I mean, when, when, when we were in talks about it, I wasn't really that crazy about it because I just thought we'd have to give up uh, an arm and leg to get him. And at the end of the day, we did give up a lot of picks, and I was actually doing a live stream <laughs> When the news was announced, somebody typed in the chat, and we were like, "Oh boy, whoa, what's going on here?" And I was a little skeptical, just I thought we'd give up too much. But at the end of the day, man, um, the moment he stepped on the field, he's, he's been amazing for us. Um, what I love to see him doing the Raider game and see him doing other other games as well is just that. You know, he'll get past like the line, you know he'll get past line of scrimmage and you know get into the second level, about five or six yards down the field, and you think, okay, cool, he looks fast right here. Boom, he hits the second gear and he looks even faster. And he's not a big guy, but yeah, yeah. What, what did we see on that one screen pass that that Brock Purdy threw to him on the left sideline that he almost um, took for a touchdown? Um, He freaking like you know some dude tried to tackle him. He ran this dude he ran through this this dude like it was nothing and got next for like eight yards I believe or something like. And CMC is you know he finally brings us that big playability back to our run game that we are missing with Mostert. We missed it dearly. You know when it, we used to run that outside zone well with Mostert and we didn't have that for a long long time and. Cool to have that. Um, obviously out of the backfield, he's just he's like a freaking poor man's Wes Welker out of the backfield as far as a receiver, or he could line up as a wide receiver too and still be effective. So it's pretty awesome. And just really, really happy. He's been a huge instrumental part of our, our win streak, and I love to see what we could do with the playoffs with him. Elijah Mitchell, like you guys mentioned, come back, come came back or was gonna come back. He's been practicing this week. And um, Jordan Mason, it'd be nice to see him get more touches. Every time he touches the ball, something good happens. And that's about it, man. I'm really happy about CMC. And what's up, Aaron for 49ers first takes says what's cracking fellas popping in while making late dinner. I shot him the link over to see if he wanted to make it, but he's he's on the East Coast, so it's a little late yeah. for him. But yeah.
2: so I just want to add to we as good as our run game is now and our offense in general, fucking Debo's about to come back too. We got Mitchell and Debo coming back with as much points as we're putting up. Fucking look out, dude! I'm, man, I'm so excited. Yeah, play I forgot already?
5: about that. I forgot about.
2: That. Yeah, man. Beat ups. How you How you feeling about Mister
4: McCaffrey here?
0: Show me shirt. Sure. Since the first, uh <laughs> CMC. Since the first day that we we got him, I've been loving this guy on this team since, and you could tell how drastically he's changed this team especially the offense like uh like uh media said we've been on a 9 and 1 win streak type ordeal uh since we got him and just the offense in general just has looked completely different um our run game is like 100 times better i feel like and uh especially uh i feel like as well too is uh, Kyle kind of opened opened up the the playbook a little bit too with CMC out there, and uh, you could tell you could tell the difference compared to how the beginning of the season started. Um, but I just I think I I mean let me just put it this way I don't get how this guy is not a Pro Bowler with the season he's been having, you know, and I'm just. I'm excited to see the playoffs now as well. So, yeah.
4: Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm I'm loving every bit of it, man. Run CMC was running all over the place. Like I said uh, earlier, um, almost 200 yards from scrimmage. You know, he had the touchdown. Uh, he was just balling, man. And, and the one thing that I saw from CMC that I like was some power. He he hit stick the shit yeah. out of homeboy. He knocked
5: yeah. him on his ass.
0: Uh, I just found the video. Let me mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it up real quick.
5: Yeah, ahead, I wanna bring up really quick. Um, yeah, go ahead. When Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. Um CMC was averaging four point two yards a carry with Brock Purdy in the mix. Every game he's played with Brock Purdy, CMC averages five point one per carry. So,
0: yeah. Nice. All right, here we go, guys. Mm-hmm.
2: McCaffrey. McCaffrey,
1: McCaffrey. Oh yeah.
0: Everywhere.
4: Yeah, man, that, that that was funny. I saw that shit. I saw that on IG actually. That shit had me dying. Um, I see that. Yeah, too. man, but it, it's just been a very it's just been a, a breath of fresh air with CMC here, man. Like I said, since the since since the Kansas City game, we ain't lost, and the young man's been in the lineup. Um Honestly. Uh, yeah, yeah, prayers for tomorrow, man. Yeah, we 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 still praying for him. I did see that they said his uh that he his vitals returned to normal at least.
2: His breathing so, is
4: bad. he's yeah. still yeah. He's, he's, in the 50, next he's not hours. he ain't, he ain't so, out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination, but he's better than he was yesterday. Apparently his his uh breathing is 50%. percent um,
2: i like well, they're that, yeah. So they they're on they're on 50% oxygen now instead of 100, yeah. so he's improving. Well, good man. Hey, that—that's the whole point of it. And and sometimes,
4: man, um, like the guy from the Steelers—I can't remember his name. Um, Ryan Shazier. You know, yeah, Shazier. You have that itch to return, but sometimes, bro, you just gotta listen to your body and call it a day, man. And and don't don't feel bad. Don't let nobody tell you that you're wrong or anybody call you—you know—anything because it's your life, man, and you're the one to in control and. You know, it's it's lovely to play a game that you love, but at the end of the day, man, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm one of them people. If some shit damn near take my life. I'm not doing it again. And then at the same time, I don't I don't play with my life like that. It's just it's in me. It's who I am. I don't skydive. What the fuck am I jumping out of a perfectly good plane for to fall to my death? Hell no, nah, I'm straight. That's like trying to. That's like running across the street and there's full on traffic going hundred miles an hour. Who the fuck does stupid shit like?
5: yeah like
4: people are fucking idiots man and like i'm sorry i don't play with my life i do not risk my life for no apparent reason because i think it's a thrill and all oh, the adrenaline rush i want an adrenaline rush man i'll try to relive my glory days when i used to run track or some shit i may pull a hamstring but at least i'll be all right either also, way
5: um prayers to jerry renner no, was it renner the actor Yeah, jeremy
4: renner yeah jerry yeah, renner, yeah 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 he, and, he's doing can, all right he,
1: and unfortunately, me and you be, you being like me being Mexican, we uh put our lives in danger just getting in the car, bro.
4: We do, but we we the thing is is we don't do shit to purposely put our lives true, in.
1: true. Like I point. get I
4: kid you not, man. Like, I don't I just I I don't snowboard. Why? Why do I need to snowboard go you swim know with I,
1: sharks? Huh? Go,
4: yeah, I don't I don't jump in and swim with sharks. I'm not getting in that fucking cage. What like I'm not gonna do that either way. CMC break seems he's a great running back. He's been looking fantastic since he's been here. He's a great addition with the, both a run and pass game. He's, probably, I think he's almost averaged at least 100 scrimmage yards damn near every game that he's played for us. So I am happy with the addition. I don't care about the picks. What we're getting in return right now is amazing. And you have to think about it. Later on this year, he gets to hang out with Lance. Now, mind you, that could change given what happens in the playoffs and whatnot. But either way, I mean, hey, the the Eagles told Nick Foles, you can kiss my ass after he won the Super Bowl because they wasn't about to pay. Him, you know, and I'm not saying we would do that to Brock Purdy, but, I mean, if he got far enough in the playoffs, I could understand if they said they wanted to have a little bit of a competition. Um, one thing I do have to say about Brock Purdy really quick is the fact that uh, he showed – you know that that noodle arm here and there, and I've seen it every now and then. Man, there are I times where too. where his throws just—he's standing there, he's
2: he's he's set, everything is right. He just does not have the power. Underthrow under throw to Kittle though? His feet weren't set perfectly. He no, was, I'm he, saying he I, I'm saying just in general, I've seen yeah.
4: on several occasions where. But the weak arm is on display. That's so something.
2: That's something that can be fixed. That's the thing. It can here. be. It can Brady, be. Brady. Brady had that issue. Brady has not. Does not. Did no longer have a weak arm after so many years in the NFL. So it can be fixed. It's it's a can. It, it's a uh, it's a mechanics type thing,
4: um, and learning how to to be able to do it um properly. But I, I love what he's brought to the table, man. Um, let's talk about Brandon Motherfucking Ayuk, man. This dude. Uh, he just continues to make play after play. He's only got what, 40 something yards to get to 1,000? And if we give him 44 two more TDs, yards? 44 yards to get to 1,000, two TDs to get to double digit touchdowns on the year. The young man is coming along very well. I love what I'm seeing from him. I want him to continue to progress and continue to be great. Um, he is a monster on the field. And just the plays that he made yesterday down the stretch. Were clutch as hell, man. I loved every second of it. Um, how did you feel about uh ba Brandon?
0: I loved every minute of it as well. Especially that one drive where they're driving down the field, and I think there were it was a couple in routes. First down, first down, first down. Uh, in uh there was one um one play that Brock Purdy threw. That was kind of short, but Brandon Ayuk jumped up for it and caught it, and I think got a first down as well. Um, The one that got tipped. Yeah,
5: yeah, Yeah, that one hung up like a punt that got tipped. Yeah, it it did.
0: But Brandon Ayuk, he fought for it and he got it and got that. He climbed the hey, he climbed the ladder on
4: that one because that pass technically that so there's one pass where Purdy was throwing, he didn't get enough on it and he got hit. So that pass was actually going to Kittle because if you watch the replay, Kittle's right above, right, right behind him running the same fucking route. That's a touch. So man. it made sense because he was trying to get it over him. But when he saw that that ball was basically not, it, it didn't have, you know, the, the mustard on it to get where you, where it needs to go. He came and he got it, man. But, um, and then that other ball where it just wobbled in the air and it, he climbed the ladder, got it, and came down with it. It's like you gotta respect Brandon Ayuk, and I love I loved his attitude from the beginning. Just seeing him, you know, come out of his comfort zone and open the door, you know, in training camp. Like you bitches are here, but I'm gonna make you my bitch today. And I'm 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 Brandon Ayuk. You're gonna know and understand me. You're gonna learn my name. And yes, I'm quiet, but I'm an assassin. And so, many
5: people said in training camp that he was the most outstanding player out of all training camp, and that's, they were saying that more so than um, Trent Williams or Nick Bosa. Uh, I love Brandon Ayuk. I'm coming out of college. A good buddy of mine, um, Joey Mahoney, was telling me about him two months before we drafted him. He's like, look out for this guy. Maybe the 49ers might draft him, and we drafted him, and he's, you know, I I just think we've been underusing him all this time. This year is the first year that he's about to get 1,000 yards, which is great. He's got eight touchdowns in the season, and rewind a little bit to CMC. CMC did break 1,000 yards in the Raider game, and he's got eight touchdowns as well, so yeah, I love what I see from Ayukin. Hopefully, we can see more in, from him in the playoffs as well as Debo once he gets healthy. Yeah,
4: Beto, how, how you feeling about Mr. Ayukan?
1: Uh, I'm feeling good. Let me oh, just get did. back a little bit uh, on the Since so You guys kindly just overlooked me on that one. We but did. It's, all right. I'm so sorry. Beto, it's okay. Talk I'm, I'm dealing with my feelings.
4: Beto, go on a rant. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. You
1: kidding. can do it in Spanish too. In Espanol. No, I don't know Espanol. Can I get a Slurpee though?
0: C-way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, um, talking about CMC coming to the Niners, I th- I want to get credit to John Lynch, man, for uh, bringing him over at three and four, where we were three and five last uh, twenty nineteen, and we brought a Emmanuel Mo- uh, Emmanuel Sanders to the team as a free agent to ha- kind of booster that uh, receiving core. And make that receiving court uh, much needed help there. And this year, we're making that uh, championship run, and we bring a running back into caliber of CMC. I love what he's done. Um, I I'm like with Lifty. I can't wait to see him in the playoffs, uh, do his thing with Debo and the rest of the crew there. As for Brandon Ayuk, I love this kid. I always I always still I still believe he's the number one receiver on this team, even with a healthy Debo Samuel. In my opinion. What this kid has done. Yes, he does he have a little bit more drops that I would like from him. Yeah, but this game particularly when we needed him the most in the fourth quarter, he came through and bailed out Brock Purdy. Uh as you know, uh Kittle had a you know fair game, but he wasn't having a great game. Uh and he came through, he came through and uh handled his business. I like this kid. I hope we can keep him uh you know, I don't know how it's gonna go when his contract air is up, but I like what he's doing. I think he's going to have a great game in the playoffs. I'm, I'm excited, man. There's just too many weapons to go around, but that's a good problem to have.
4: These are all facts, man. I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? How do you feel about, uh, Mr. IU Christian?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I, I, I'm really excited because I think he's finally getting used more as a number one receiver, which I've been waiting for you guys. You know, I've been all season all last season, I've been talking him up, just waiting for him to break out. Um, so it's exciting it's exciting for me because one of the biggest things i liked that i've seen that I like the most is I can tell that Purdy trusts him like it's almost like Purdy knows that he's his number one guy and then like where did he who did he look to and where did he go in crunch time in a in a you know a big drive multiple times he went to he went to Ayuk. that's who he trusts in a big you know big spot and i's you know he's he's there when they when we need him you know yeah he has some drops that you know sucks sometimes, but the way I look at it is the way he makes up for the drops. It's fine. It's kind of like the way To was back when he played for the Niners. He'd have some boneheaded drops, and then when you needed a big play and needed to, to come up with a big catch, there he is. So that's the, that's the kind of way I try to view Ike when he has the drops. It's like, damn, he's got some drops, but then he's like, okay, we need a big catch, um, and, and he makes it happen. Um, and then, God, man, dude, every time he has a little bit of room with the ball in his hands, he is so much fun to watch run run in the open field. Just like, it, and he's so powerful too. Guys try to tackle him, and he's all—he never goes down when one guy tries to tackle him. He always needs like two or three guys trying to drape, drape him down. Like, it's—he it's bounces just,
5: off of people too. Yeah, yeah he, he does. I love he's, his run after the catch ability.
2: He's so much fun to watch. Like, he's—it's just so awesome to see him have such a great season. Like, he completely went off in the second half for us that had really was a, one of the biggest reasons we won that game. And it was freaking fantastic to see because it's like he has that ability to be this like top receiver, number one guy. It's just, he hasn't had the chances to show that. And he's finally somewhat getting the chance because Purdy knows it and Purdy's utilizing it. Um, it's going to be, you know, it is going to be exciting to see if he, you know, steps it up and really like dominates a playoff game or something when we really need, um, need him to like say if the, the running game isn't going the way we want to and then we get to see Ayuk maybe take a game over
3: oh that would be awesome
2: that definitely would be man uh
4: media how you feel about Mr. Ayuk?
3: yeah I mean I I was waiting for him to kind of have this breakout game because you know he kept like repeating repeating you know having these big games but he finally got the 100 you know plus yard game and a touchdown and like Christian said, like he he really was clutch at times where he just had catch after catch after catch you know in a row, um and, you know he he made up for those some one of the drops he also had and just just playing really really well and Brandon Ayuk's just been playing phenomenally well. Um, I'm excited as well to see like what he can do in the playoffs. You know, last year he put Trayvon Diggs on skates, so I, I think he'll probably do that again. Um, you know this playoff time, and it's just you know the route running of Ayuk is outstanding, and I feel like it's finally getting utilized. Um, and you know Brock Purdy knows exactly where to go with Brandon Ayuk. He trusts him. He he's knows he's the number one, you know, weapon when he's not a uh, you know going after Kittle. So Brandon Ayuk, man, he's been outstanding. I'm I'm really happy to see what he's. Been doing. Yeah, there we go. I think that was everybody. Hey. Yes, sir. Um,
0: just real quick. We saw a little bit of Danny Gray. What'd you guys think about the one play that he did have in the game?
2: Did you see how fast good. he you see how fast he hit that corner? He hit that corner. Dude, that that hole was there, and he was just I want to see the ball in that guy's hand a little more often.
5: I've, I've been wanting to see the, the ball insane. in those guys' hands. I know he has speed that our other receivers don't, and we drafted this guy, and he's a playmaker, and he's a tough, and I don't know what we're doing not, not throwing him out there.
2: Kyle's yeah. fucking – we got so many weapons, and just knowing Kyle and the way his brain works, I'm telling you, he's fucking saving some shit that are when we needed it in the playoffs. I hope you're right. He's he's fucking like – I'm telling I just have a feeling. like He's just like, oh, I got this in my pocket. Let's not use it too much. I don't want to give anything away. And then some, we're gonna see some fucking crazy shit that fucking gets us some touchdown. And when we really need it in a fucking tough playoff game or something. That's what I. That's the way I see it. At least, and I'm hoping that like that maybe that's what's going on. But damn, I want freaking want to see him with the ball in his hands a little more because he's fucking fast.
5: And really quick before you have the guys go on, um, Tim Jones brings up a great point. Raiders um, had another ten point lead at the half. Raiders have been up by, uh, I think it was about nine games this whole season, where they've been up at the half and they ended up losing. <laughs> you guys can go on about Danny Gray.
2: These guys are muted.
3: Uh, Danny Gray, yeah. I mean, I I think like I loved that to see him fi- get that one play. It's just I, I want I've wanted to see him as well, like utilized more. And I, I think the reason we haven't really seen it is, again, because Kashi and he loves to redshirt a lot of his, you know, rookies. And also, you know, if, if you aren't able to block or if you don't have the route running, you're probably not going to be on the field. And so I think that's why also Danny Gray, along with, you know, how many weapons we have, I think that's kind of been another reason why we haven't seen Danny Gray. Um, But I, I would love to see him, you know, used with more of those jet sweeps, because he does have that, you know, speed. I want to
4: see more Danny Gray just in general. Um, It's what it is, is it's a, it's a scare for the defense. Honestly, when you put them on skates like that and go, I've got this dude who's going to make you look really, really bad, who runs really, really fast. So I honestly think that if you take Danny Gray and you're, utilizing him in the correct way on those types of plays, those end-of-rounds and stuff like that. like That's how you maximize on his talent without having a guy to be able to put the ball down the field. So we all see it, and we all know and understand it. Trey Lance is the guy who throws the deep ball. Jimmy don't throw a deep ball. Purdy is all right. He's been doing good, but he's not going to hit Danny Green's stride. He's going to hit Danny Gray and Danny Gray is going to have to Tyreek Hill it and turn around and try to, you know, contort his body to be able to fit what's coming his way, which is why Tyreek Hill is in the top three to top five receivers in the league because of how he can – his body control. It's straight up insane. What's going on 92? Um, So I honestly feel like it does make sense to get him involved, but get him involved that same way. Tell her, hey, look, man, you're going to come in. We're going to have you fake block. You're going to end the round, whatever. Just give it that, you know, that moment. And this right here, Tim, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you right now. If That's <laughs> your thought process. You most likely like Jimmy Garoppolo or you are sold on Brock Purdy. I need you to remind you, Brock Purdy has only played a few games, bro. Like the book, the jury is still out. We're collecting information. Shout out Jason DePonte for that one. We're just collecting information. It is not time to get rid of Trey Lance. The man was injured. He never had a fair shot to be the starting quarterback. Um, You know, we kept Jimmy's dumbass around. I mean, yeah, in, in hindsight, you look at it and go, okay, he played a little bit better than he has in recent years. But either way, man, we didn't waste all those draft picks on the kid to be able to just go ahead and get rid of him and move on from him like that. So, no, it is not time to get rid of Trey Lance. I still believe in him. I still believe he is the future of this franchise, and you never spend that kind of money. Well, that those you don't spend those kind of picks on a player and then just cut them. So you can do that with Trey Sermon. You can do that with Dante Pettis. You can do that with Jalen Hurd because you didn't spend high picks on those dudes, and you don't look at those guys to be, you know, franchise players. You hope they can develop to be it, but you don't. You draft a quarterback to be your franchise guy. So that's why we drafted Trey Lance. He is here to stay. And if you feel that we should get rid of him, then, hey, I mean, that's your opinion. You're entitled to such. I just hope you're not one of those people who thought we should have kept Jimmy's ass too. Um, because <laughs> it, it wouldn't have made sense for you to make that comment if you did, because Jimmy didn't do shit for us in the playoffs. He never did enough. He always screwed up. And – you know, when you look at it from the standpoint that we've looked at it over these past couple of games, Brock has been fantastic. But that doesn't mean that the starting spot is his. If Brock goes into the playoffs and we go out in the first round, you know, the first time we, we, we play, what does that say? Does that mean Brock is trash? No. Hey, we lost. We didn't play well enough. I'm not stating that's going to happen. Excuse me, nor do I want it to happen, but – it ain't time to get rid of Trade Lance, man. You don't just move on from a kid because here, here's the biggest problem with with what you're with the way that you you're thinking right now. If you don't believe that Trade Lance has something, then you're going with anybody that's giving you a little bit of something. And I can tell you right now, if you think that a guy is great after four games, remember a guy named Matt Flynn. He got beat up by a guy named Russell Wilson. He came in, smacked him in the face, and took his job. Matt Flynn played, what, a couple games for the Packers, if that. Wound up getting paid big time in Seattle, and Russ came in and stole his job and told him he can get the – Seattle basically told Matt Flynn, here's your guaranteed money, get the fuck home. Anybody seen Matt Flynn since? Nope. Mike Glennon, another example. Shit quarterback. Got paid, though. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, got paid. Now look at him, bounced around the league from team to team, never been able to hold on. And yes, that is your shitty ass Arizona product media. Yes,
5: I was gonna- <laughs> yes, I was going to say this really yeah. quick. damn I, I was going to gonna say this really quick. I was, I was, really I was quick.
4: definitely going to throw that jab right at him. <laughs> I, I want to
5: add this. I want to add this. Let, let, let's say um Brock wins a f- couple of playoff games right now. I'm not saying he's going to win the Super Bowl because. But either way, either way, let's just imagine let's say we even win a Super Bowl. Let's imagine that there's there's a quarterback competition and um, may the best man win. Quarterback competition, may the best man win. Either way, whoever wins that quarterback competition, guess what? What happens on this team all the time? Our quarterbacks always get hurt. So you're in a great position either as Brock as your starter or Trey Lance as your starter either or you have a, a really good backup behind them that you know can start games and, and win as a starter. So I'm I'm all for it, you know may the best man win or keep both guys and see what happens you know and and I'm I'm not losing faith in Trey Lance just for the record but we'll see maybe if Brock Purdy's the guy we'll find out sooner or later so we'll see and what's up with
1: this, all all these emotional fan fans in, as the Niners man all oh, in their no, feelings man. and their emotions I mean if you don't stand for something you fall for anything and it's you know it's funny how these fans get uh, emotionally tied to certain players or are quick to give up on other players. Trey Lance, uh, we don't know what we have in this kid. We may have nothing in him, or we may have a lot in him. We don't know until we see the product get his opportunity to overstate and overreact that because Brock Purdy has been having a few good games that all of a sudden he's the guy for this team. We don't know that yet. We're going to let things play out. And, and enjoy the ride that we're enjoying this season with Brock, enjoying his success, being successful for this team, helping us win teams. But let's enjoy the ride. Let's not get – listen, as content creators, we're going to have so much to talk about in the off season about the Trey and the Brock. Let's save that uh, material for then. Now, Justin, put your seatbelt on. Like TL says, get your popcorn ready. Enjoy the show. Uh, watch Brock Purdy see what he what he how far we can go with him and like Dion said if we lose the first round of the playoffs it doesn't mean he's a he sucks it just means we had a bad game and if he would have lost the Raider game it it, would have meant that he can't come back and win a game and come from behind it just means it wasn't his day Brock Purdy did put it out so let's continue to focus on Brock Purdy this year and we'll worry about whatever happens next year happen but like uh Bashar said, too, when you have a competition, you have two quarterbacks. As much as quarterbacks as we go through through a season, it's good to have a number one and a number two capable of being on number one as well. So let's let but we'll, let's worry about that then. Let's focus on winning over the Cardinals and getting to the playoffs and see how far we can go. To all the 49er fans that are emotional, get laid. <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, i being yeah. emotional.
4: Yeah. Hey, I'm look, sorry. man. He, he said it best, get it how you live, you know what I'm saying? Go knock yeah. something down. Whatever, whatever you like to knock down, go knock it down. Yes. Everybody has their own thing, and we live in a very sensitive world. So I ain't gonna tell you how to lay your life. You go do whatever you make makes you happy. Um
1: Don't get laid. I'll talk. Yeah,
4: but yeah, but this this for me, at the end of the day, I think this Raider game was a wake-up call to the defense to say, hey, doesn't matter who you're playing. You got to be on your P's and Q's at all times. Don't underestimate nobody. So we possibly are going in facing David Blau or Colt McCoy. We can't underestimate neither one of them. Although David Blau looks like shit. I watched him play and good Lord. It was horrible. Like, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like when you, like when you go from like <laughs> but like this, we went from our first to our second. And we're all our third street quarterback. And, we're, we're, we're faring very well. David Blow is the third street quarterback in Arizona. Good Lord. It is a travesty watching that man play football. Like it's horrible. I purposely watched the game because I wanted to see who he was and what he had. I will watch another team, especially a divisional opponent because I want to see what, what, uh, what, what kind of problems they could possibly present. And I'm sorry, David Blow doesn't present a fucking thing. He presents a car crash. Remember them crash test dummies in the commercials and shit, but he should shove them into a wall. That was David Blau every time he threw the ball. Hey, let he me just up. fucks himself up. Oh, let's get this thing out of the way. Okay, let's, hold on yeah. real quick. Let me get this out of the way because Christian's covered up. Well, Nobody well, okay, is okay. giving up on him, one thing is for sure. Uh, looks and feels a lot different when Lance is in there uh, to Brock. Confidence is everything, um, and y'all can't deny pretty uh, – Pretty's ahead in his development. Yes, he is. He has developed very well, and uh, Greasy has definitely went ahead and assisted in such in 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 many ways. But go ahead, Chris.
2: I was going to say like Lance has played in what twelve games in the last mm-hmm. two three years. Yeah, pretty played all pretty played all four years in the Big Twelve. Yep. Um, against real competition, so obviously, against real competition, so he's obviously looks better that way. He looks more prepared because. You know, and he does see the feet, uh, His best thing is, I think he does see the field well, so he makes good, pretty mostly good decisions and gets the ball where it needs to go. But the whole point about Trey Lance is, he's supposed, his ceiling is so high. He's supposed to just make this offense absolutely unbelievably explosive, to where you you could put up fucking fifty points with. That's the whole reason Kyle drafted him is because he wanted to, you know, a quarterback who can just do everything obviously that's what that's what um uh lance was drafted for we don't know what lance is because he hasn't really been developed much at all so we don't know what's there that's why we can't say much like we know what we have in purdy and if you ask me purdy's doing good but this is what purdy would be his whole career what we're seeing now is what we're going to always see from purdy yeah. which is yeah it's ceiling is good is- which is good. And I mean I think he could be I do think he could be a starter in this league. I'm not saying he's gonna wow anybody, but he can win games and he's a better I think he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just telling you. But yeah. I we don't know what we're gonna have from Trey. We have no fucking yeah. clue. Like look at it took three years for Josh Allen to fucking um Back. become Josh Allen. Three years of sucking or two years of sucking in his third year he broke out. He made his arm stronger. He did a lot of things. It took a long time. Like, and Josh Allen is the comparison that we have for Trey Lance, and we haven't had a chance to let him play. He sat out his rookie year, which, in my opinion, we all probably all of ours opinion, he should have just fucking played. It was stupid exactly. not to let him play. Exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you want to let him sit? There's no point in letting him sit. He needs to play football. And then oh, we finally gets to play football this year, and Kyle fucking is just a little bit. Ridiculous in the play calling to start. And they, you know, and I don't know if that's because he didn't trust his, his passing ability yet because he was trying to develop them. But we haven't got to see enough of Trey Lance. He needs to play football. He needs to get the reps. Um, so you can't really say anything about Lance because we have no fucking clue what we're going to get.
5: The, ju- the seen, jury's still out on him.
2: We've seen yeah. flashes, but we have already seen flashes of greatness in some of the fucking plays and throws that he's made. Yeah, so we – we, we already
4: know the next season is going to present us with a good problem to have to figure out what we're going to do as far as the starting quarterback. But either way, man, at the end of the day, the Raiders lost. The 49ers won. So any Raiders fan you see, you know, though they fought hard and fought well, they can still kiss my ass because they lost and they ain't shit. Um, but True. for me, I am going to stir up some shit real quick because I like to. Um, you know, that was – Talking earlier before we came on, you know, and he was speaking of, uh, you know, the Lakers from, you know, oh, we the, go. We go. the Showtime Lakers, you know, with Kareem and Magic and y'all. See, y'all don't know nothing about AC Green and Byron Scott, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, the Showtime Lakers are, are are a formidable team, man. They played in the era where world basketball was played. And I can tell you right now, Showtime Lakers would serve the Warriors of today, they would have no chance.
5: How about the Warriors
4: when they had Durant, though? Yeah, they did. Oh my god, you serious now. Okay, put like this: they would serve (laughs) them, they would serve them with old rules. This little ticky-tack, you know, fucking cupcake league we play in today. Yeah, the Warriors are built for it because it's just it's a shooter's league. But honestly, the Showtime Lakers back in the day, bro. It, man, and then he he said the Detroit Pistons, the bully ball. I'm yep. talking about take your head off type shit. Like these yep. cats weren't like you didn't go into that game and think, oh, I'm gonna go in here, we're gonna play basketball. Maybe there's a couple of hard <laughs> fouls. No, these motherfuckers trying to knock your ass out. There were there were literal enforcers on teams. Kevin McHale was one. Horace Grant was a guy. Like there were dudes that they were the goons. Like, in hockey, you have a goon. This dude does nothing. He skates really well, and he likes to fight. That's his only fucking Guns
2: job. Goons don't exist in the NHL anymore.
4: Well, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, you know, it's probably changed up and switched up. But back in the day, you had those guys. It was like, if you touch Gretzky, I'm going to fuck you up. And
3: that was, great that, that was his
4: job. His job was strictly to protect the top dude on the fucking team. And that, was, that happened in basketball you know what i'm saying and in football your enforcers are your offensive linemen but you know like i was saying you know i mean does anybody feel different i feel like the the, the showtime lakers would destroy the Warriors. everyone picking number
0: absolutely. one through 50. absolutely we're doing a patch giveaway
4: one through 50. oh shit. yeah okay. everybody put... in
0: chat one through 50. one through
5: go. 50.
4: Huh? Cowboy Angel, the only person who put a number. Yeah, just,
2: yeah, just based on the fact that, that person listened. Are oh, okay. A, are we are we supposed to pick a number?
1: Yeah, you guys can pick a number as well.
2: Oh okay. I want
5: somebody in the chat to win. I'm not can,
2: gonna pick one. Can I say? Oh, I don't want nobody in the chat to win. I'm 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 gonna take my number. A
1: There's a I, 75 year 75 hey, year patch.
2: I got my number and I'll tell you why. Jesus. I picked it. Damn, the
1: numbers came in quick
2: in the month. <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but you guys can not double up the numbers.
2: You got a burner account in here. You got it first.
1: free. Don't double up the numbers. I see a bunch of 34s.
4: Yeah, okay. I put 34 I first. It's because, so you it's because here, when thank you
5: thank put it on StreamYard, it'll do it for multiple accounts that the channel's streaming on. That's why. So I'm going to give you guys
1: a choice between a Joe Staley 74 patch or a 75th year patch. Whoever was, you guys can have a choice of winning.
2: Nice. Hey, David Villa, he's got 39. So, one thing we didn't mention about CMC is he broke freaking the catfish's record. The original, let's forget the original fucking all purpose back who started it. Oh, Roger Craig. Roger created the catfish. But why do you, call him? why do you call him catfish? Though? That's his name. That's his oh, nickname. yeah, it's dude. when. Roger it's, it's always been the catfish, dude. Really? Dude, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah dude, I, never Bill Walsh. Bill I never Walsh knew G- that. Bill Walsh, gave, Bill Walsh gave it to him because. Oh, Bill Walsh? Okay. And the reason is, is because when you look at uh it's, it's the way he his eyes are when he's running the ball. If you look at his eyes, they're wide it's like Big eyes. eyes right. big and eyes. so fucking Bill Walsh yeah. gave him the nickname the catfish. <laughs> it's so, an asshole I move, but it's I didn't know that. So, I didn't know yeah, that so one. he's the catfish. But McCaffrey broke his his record um mm-hmm. I think it was a receiving record or something for running backs, right? Yeah. And, like and in that, a certain span of time, like yep, most yards. Yeah, yep, yep. uh he broke his record which I think is amazing because, you know, when you think about it, the original all-purpose back was Roger Craig. He kind of mm-hmm. made that that version of a running back a thing. He's the really the first to do it. He the first should to get one thousand yards rushing, one thousand
5: receiving. Yeah, that's he what I'm saying. The, the fact Hall that he's not in the Hall of, of
2: Fame is absolutely insane. He created a style of running back, and they and the fact that they don't have him because, and that's what was so cool to see McCaffrey break that record because it's like, dude, he just broke the record of the Forty Nine er great, and like
4: And CMC, CMC is such he's such an explosive guy. Like it's yeah. almost not even fair when you see people out there. Trying their best to do whatever they could, man, but it, it, it's insanity. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there you go. 49er, Monty McCaffrey pass. 49er, Greg Roger Craig for the most catches by running back uh, in his first six seasons Sunday, 435, uh, a six year,
2: a six yeah. yarder during the second quarter against LA. Yeah. Dude, against, that, the Raiders, against the Raiders. That's insane. Raiders, yeah. That record was held, you know, made in what, the oh. 80s? When Craig was the first running back really catching the ball out of the backfield like he was, no, no other running back was doing that, and it and it's st- and that record stood for that long, and then for McCaffrey to break it is pretty freaking cool.
5: And Marshall Faulk really? at one I point thirty
2: three, was... so shut up, Joey.
5: Marshall Faulk <laughs> was putting up those crazy receiving stats too at one point in his career, so it's good. It's crazy to hear that uh, McCaffrey broke broke such a record,
2: dude. It's it, it was it's really cool. I'm a huge Roger Craig fan, oh. and I. The fact that he's not on Hall doesn't get the love that he deserves. When you see all these running backs catching the ball on the backfield, and it's like they're getting drafted because of that reason and stuff. And it's like, yep. if it wasn't if it wasn't for Roger I Craig, fumble, there would be I a lot of guys really that was would
1: be, his like, first thousand yard receiver and runner uh, yeah, ever, ever was Roger Craig.
4: And it's the crazy thing is is like there would not be a lot of backs if it weren't for Roger Craig. Ladainian Tomlinson looked like yeah. Roger Craig. Um, Marshall Falk, Roger Craig, Christian McCaffrey, Roger Craig. Exactly. And, you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again, man. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey is one of the coldest white boys I've ever seen in my life. He is a monstrous guy. Like, the dude just, like, when I seen him hit stick homeboy, ooh, ooh, I looked, I was like, yeah, he just snatched Joe. So
1: McCaffrey did. is the black Debo, and Debo is the white yeah. McCaffrey. Huh?
5: <laughs> when well, well, we, we, no, we McCaffrey. We picked up McCaffrey um butcher boy from 95 I put in the game was screaming his camera because he was all hyped up about the move. And he said, he said, we got the white Marshall fog.
4: <laughs> hey, bro. No, I'm telling sense. you, like, people don't understand. The only thing is CMC never had home run speed. Like, that's the only thing. But he can get you the yards. And he is definitely a a, a great back. He can run through the tackles. He can do it all. But uh Bet though, uh go ahead and 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 uh Give out the winning number, and we'll find who uh, who won that. There.
1: All right, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, Google, pick a number between one and fifty.
4: Yeah, Yo, your screen's black. We can't see shit.
1: <laughs> hold on. Google, pick a number between one and
4: fifty.
1: Hey, Google, pick a number between one and fifty. Uh, hold on, number
4: seven. seven.
2: Alright, call on number, dude. Or, or
4: Moody, I think it's media. He picked thirteen. Where did he go? I don't know.
0: He had to go. No,
4: it's swan song. He picked five.
1: Is it? Yep. I can't. See okay.
4: Yep. Alright, perfect.
1: I'm. I'm gonna put my uh, my email on the comments, or actually, if you can type it in there, um. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Uh it's forty nine you know, Niner Sickness Podcast at gmail.com. Send yeah. me your information, song song, and I'll send it to you. congratulations. Oh, and by the 49ers. way, let me know what let me know which one you want. You want the 70 yeah, do you want the seventy five or you want the staley? Oh, the just those are nice, man.
5: 49 Niner Sickness at gmail.com? Yeah.
0: Oh, no, just Niner yeah. Sickness. Niner sickness. Niner sickness Okay.
1: Or if you want the uh, forever faithful, you can choose that one as well. It's Up to you.
4: Oh, uh, he said the seventy-five patch.
1: Seventy-five. All right, you got it. Just send me your information, and I'll send that out to you tomorrow. <clears throat> well,
4: and Beto and, and, and is serious about that, uh, ladies and gents. Believe me, I, I, I got my patch. I'm just—I uh, haven't found the right shop to go ahead and get it sold into my um my Bowman jersey, my black one. I like and that if you,
1: if you want. I don't uh, I don't think I added to yours, but I can put uh adhesive uh, tape on on it for you guys if you want it. And all you got to do is iron it and it sticks. Oh, you on. iron it
4: on, okay. I got you. That's go.
1: as good as uh, uh, being yeah. What
0: yeah.
5: so, are you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, about Bosa, he we wanted I wanted him to, to tie or beat all the Smith sack record. He didn't he came sack sackless in Las Vegas and it sucked, it looked like he was getting held. A good oh, portion of the so time, and he wasn't. He wasn't getting much help in the pass rush either.
2: Yeah, but the dude... It's 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 getting,
4: it's getting to a point where it's just flat out ridiculous how people are just how these refs are just watching him be held and just don't throw flat. Like I feel like they're getting paid Bro, off when they didn't. Like, when they, they, like uh, they, they didn't they're purposely getting paid not to see it
2: when they didn't call it in the Super Bowl his rookie season. We d- that just told me he's never going to get him. Yeah,
1: yeah. Whole, That's it, terrible. It's, uh, Samson against the Raiders. Dancer uh, exactly. got held. Yep, dude, the big one against
2: it, the one against his neck or whatever. Yep, yeah, that, that was mm-hmm. for a Devontae Adams touchdown. Yeah. Yep, yep. Didn't yeah. call. Him. How about them saying that Devontae Adams caught that ball? That was fucking horse shit.
5: No, that It looked like a man might
2: have hit the ground. I knew That's they were going to give it to it yeah. a big it's, name. It, it's, it's a big hard. name. I knew they were going to give it to him. Dude, but they, they were. We were beat. We had to. The rest were so trash. We had to beat the refs that game, and we did.
5: That sucked. We had to beat Stidham and the refs. <laughs> I
2: know. <laughs> All right, guys.
5: looked like a Hall of Famer out there.
2: We needed we needed yeah. a little bit of a battle test going into the playoffs. Trust like we did. We needed that battle, battle test. Because we're going to fucking swamp the fucking Cardinals, dude. All
0: right, guys. We need to swamp everybody we're, in the playoffs. We're going we're gonna to we're feed gonna those little here. fuckers
2: some rice. <laughs> Watch them. Rice? They explode if they eat rice. <laughs>
0: We're gonna go ahead and end it here now, guys. Uh, Betho and Bashar, thanks for tuning in or tuning Thank in. But you. Real, real
1: really quick, uh, Swan Song what? said he sent me the email, but I didn't get it. Did you type I it in, in right?
0: Email too.
1: Niner sickness podcast.
0: Oh, niner sickness podcast. Yeah, he At said I, I got it. I got
4: it. He said, it. Right. "Is it is it with the number nine or is it the word?"
2: The fuck word. Come the on, word. Gambino dude. What niner sickness
1: podcast. Spelled out,
2: can't trust Gambino for their sickness. Yeah, because he, sick.
1: he goes, he sent it. I want to make sure I get it. So,
2: hey, the 49ers Gambino can't be trusted over
1: here. There
0: you
2: go. Right, there there we go. There there you go Gambino. So,
0: that's Brandon, dude. He's Gambino. <laughs> so, uh, before I end it right now, um, I'm gonna go ahead, we're gonna do a moment of silence real quick just to,
1: oh, yeah, for tour, DeMar. For DeMar. or I thought you were going to do jumping jacks there, Brandon.
0: Wow, but oh. <laughs> oh, that's after the moment of silence.
1: Oh, okay
0: All right guys hmm Thanks uh, for joining us again Bethel and Bashar really appreciate it and we'll be back on Probably Thursday, maybe, if you guys are available. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll figure be. it
4: out. We'll figure it out in the background. Um, I just want to say the Warriors suck, and so do the Lakers. It's all about the Bulls. Oh, my, gosh. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, wow. You
5: were <laughs> on our celebratory you video were good, with the Warriors. With the <laughs> hey, hey, LeBron, for... LeBron is
1: better than Jordan. I like to see
4: Brandon get riled up, and he One doesn't get decade. riled up for much. You know, it's hard and to get riled up. When you diss the dubs, it it just it triggers something in him, hey. and I when, like to see him with a little fire and a little spice in his life. So I say shit like that, you know, just to see if I get a reaction. But he's holding his cool very well. I mean, but hey. uh, yeah, we're gonna believe in a miracle like the Warriors win another championship. That's the miracle we're gonna believe in.
2: <laughs> I believe in miracles. Dude, it might be more of a miracle. Yeah. Than- there you go. Hey, hey. 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 It might be more of a miracle hey. Hey. than the Bulls are ever gonna uh-huh. win. Uh-huh.
0: Dion, didn't Donovan uh, Mitchell score seventy-one on you guys? <laughs> yeah, man,
4: we're
2: gonna end this damn podcast with Brandon <laughs> over here putting goddamn mouth. Oh shit! Okay. Dion All don't right. like spiders. He don't like spiders. All right.
0: Until next time, peace guys. Go Niners. Make the
2: Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> uh.